man. Uh, Are you ready for a good ass show? I'm more ready for anything in my life. Yeah. All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. And his beef is more media journalists. I said his beef is more media journalists. It's that guy over there. <laughs> it's me. It's Alex. I don't know what that meant, but it was said Nobody by that guy over there. Means. Jake, what's going on? How's it, what's <laughs> happening, everybody? That was uh, that was Eminem, actually. You know, he said he said uh, his beef is more media journalists, and then he said it again, like more mean. And so, you know, I thought I thought that would be a good one for for this week. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same if we weren't joined by by the third guy. Uh, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. It's a third man in the booth. Hey yo, Chico, you want to mess with the bad guy? <laughs> yo, hey, it's Robin. Coming in <laughs> <Ramon's feed. laughs> there we go. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome to the Weenie and the Butt Show. Hey, he's I'm off joined the here by my my favorite two guys. Hey, hey. The, the Cheeks. The Cheeks. Ah. Did you just call yourself the Cheeks? <laughs> we're the Cheeks because he's a dick. Oh. Yeah. No one the knows Weenie and the Butt Show. Well, I mean, that, those would be our <laughs> fans. Our fans would be the Cheeks. <laughs> the fans are the Cheeks. <laughs> and when we when we uh, open up our live shows, we we would be cheek magnets. Ooh. <laughs> Th- that would actually be our road team. So okay, that, just, that just happened. Our street team from now on, they're called the cheek magnets. I want to I want to run past a line of people with their hands out so I can be slapping cheeks. <laughs> Slapping cheeks all day long. <laughs> like uh, we'll we'll have a radio show and it'll be called Beat Cheeks. There we go. <laughs> We got beat cheeks. No. We got beat cheeks. Oh, we got beat cheeks. Yeah, yeah. We got beat cheeks. So if you're not turned <laughs> off by this already, uh, <laughs> tell Alex, tell these people how they can find us on the internet uh, outside of this lovely podcast. Outside of this lovely podcast, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Red Arrow Productions, mm-hmm. or Red Arrow Jake, or Red Arrow Alex, or Red Arrow Deep South. Uh, you can you can find us on Facebook at Red Arrow Productions or Twitter at Red Arrow P. We're up to what is it? Twenty eight followers on Twitter right now. Hey, we're on a we're on a membership drive right now. Yeah. What's up? Uh, Patreon at Red Arrow Productions. You could uh, find us at BadFacts.info, uh, RedArrowPNW.com, um, and then as always, our favorite sponsor, Anchor.fm slash MyShowAJ. What Ooh. up? That, that's all of them. And, and also, I want to say, uh, we just got in the badfacts.info stickers. So yeah. I'm just I'm going to say, if we if we get to 150 on Instagram, the Red Arrow Productions, um, we'll do a, a random, a Rizandom drawing, and we'll we'll send out some of these stickers. It's it's why we played um, Razor Ramon's theme coming in uh, <laughs> for, for Robin. And they're, they're actually just pretty rad stickers. So. They're, they're, they are sick. Yeah. Super sweet. Uh, but yeah, I, I, my plan is for guerrilla marketing to kind of stick them in bars um, throughout Seattle. So if you're listening now, yeah, I'll put them everywhere. Yeah, exactly. If you if you went into a bar in Seattle and went to badfacts.info when you were drunk and you're here, you want to know something? We are too. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a no, perfect it's... marriage. Badfacts.info. 
Yeah, uh, I'm happy that happened. It's it was so, a great idea, dude. I was, I'm so like, I, I looked it up at me. I was like, please be, please be there, please, <laughs> please be real, please be real. <laughs> um, so, Alex, you had something kind of, kind of an interesting thing, interesting topic okay. to bring up. Uh, I'm gonna let you start this one off because I can, I can pivot off of it easier than I think so, you can. So, wait, do do you should should we start with the, my nerdy topic or my pedantic topic? I don't remember. I, I mean, what's the difference? Well, one of them involves nerdy pop culture stuff, and the other involves hype surrounding popular restaurants that make me mad. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I f- shoot, man. Uh, Robin, you pick. <laughs> you pick. Oh, shit. Like, the way honest, he sold I that, I wanted them both. <laughs> I wanted them both. Um, number- both. I'm wondering which order you want them. Yeah, let's, let's do the, the order you presented them. Okay. Right. So I like that order. I like that order. The one you weren't paying attention to? <laughs> well, no, but it, but if I'm not paying attention to it and you were and you put them in that order, it means one of us cares about it. So, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Welcome to the spin zone. All right. So, hey uh, So the, the, the nerdy one is is I want to talk about uh fictional facts and how mm. we like how, how the so... University of Washington tries to act as though they've won a national championship <laughs> in football and they actually haven't. Yes. Yes. That 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 counts. That one definitely counts. I was uh, I was thinking more like with with the recent um, like with the recent ending of Game of Thrones and kind of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe wrapping up Phase Three and stuff. There's like a you know the the big pop culture swing that's been happening for a decade now, where like nerds are cool. Is with with all of these these things come. Like they're facts, right? It's a fact that uh, Jean Grey is is the, you know becomes the Dark Phoenix, right? All of that. There, there's no denying it, but it's also completely fictional in that Jean Grey doesn't exist, and we're talking about a comic book, right? Or video games, or TV shows, or anything. Is like diehard fans will go to bat so like with so much conviction. That that this is true. It is true that Cersei Lannister is the fraternal twin of Jaime Lannister, but neither of them existed. So is it really true? I I'm just gonna say when you started that sentence, I thought we were talking about John McClane for a second. You're like diehard fans. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's stuff too, right? Hans Gruber's a bad guy, but is he though? Because he doesn't exist. He's not real, but he is. But he's not. Well, I, I just, yeah. Well, I mean, I for me, I look at it. I look at it through the eyes of a wrestling fan. I mean, I'll argue about wrestling facts all day long. It's like, well, you know what? Ric Flair won the world the world's heavyweight title sixteen times. That makes him the greatest of all time. And so, will argue with me, and we'll talk about the facts. It's like, well, he beat this guy. He beat this guy. And it's all orchestrated and choreographed and scripted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. My brain went to well if if it's if you're arguing about fictional facts, then my brain said, okay, but all language and words are made up anyway. So what's the fucking difference? I mean, all time I mean, time is a man-made you know, construct. You know what I mean? Yeah, like <laughs> if everything like yeah, I don't know. Oh, just sometimes you say things that make me hate you, Jake. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people that say that. Like a Reggie Watts. <laughs> well. It's just like. You, you see, you see all the time, like 
Neil deGrasse Tyson's a perfect example of somebody who gets very, very passionate about mm-hmm. like scientific facts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He knows that what you know the the equator of the Earth is exactly twenty five thousand eight hundred and sixty two miles, and all this stuff. And is there's that, no arguing it. I don't know. Look you have up. to check badfacts.info <laughs> to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you have to like you you. We look should at start it. keeping track of like things that you spout off like that, like any of us. And we just put them on badfacts.info. And be like, yeah, the uh, circumference of the Earth is uh, you know, 25,000 yeah. miles. I'll find <laughs> a way to make that happen. I'll, what, I'll, what I'll end up having to do is make a landing page, then stick an RSS go. feed for the podcast, and then the list of bad facts. Sweet. Um, but no, if, if like the, the science, the scientific facts that are true with... with Wait, you know, how much did you say? I said... Five, I think I said something you said like twenty four thousand, no, like eight hundred. I said twenty five thousand eight hundred and sixty two. Is what 24, I said. Twenty four thousand nine hundred and one. That's like, not bad. Really fucking close. Yeah, I'm just saying. If, well, you if, still if, lose yeah. on Wheel of Fortune, but that's a good guess. It, well, price is right. Yeah. You <laughs> no, still, still lose on Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Having the wrong number, you still lose. <laughs> that's fair. I, I lose on everything because I was I don't wrong. Know what that means. Uh, but I was big close. Big no whammies. There you go. <laughs> a little double jeopardy. So uh, big money, big money, no whammy. Stop. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like we we get so so passionate. I do all the time. I'll argue, all you video game or comic book facts with people constantly, and then mm-hmm. you leave and you're like, we're arguing about like made up shit, like, and when you when you factor in so many reboots of how many series and stuff, like. Everyone's probably right from one perspective or another because the ga- in Game of Thrones specifically, right? There's going to be the truth that is the show and the truth yeah. that is the books. And so, whether the book series ends with with Bran the Broken becoming king or not, the fact remains: the Bran the Broken became king. That's a fact. That's mm-hmm. real. Yeah. But it also yeah. isn't real because we're arguing about what actually happened in a fictional universe. Similarly, the uh, Walking Dead. You know, like the comics and the right. and the TV show. Those are two different go ducks. I could be like, yeah. I could be like, Rick Grimes only has one hand, and then you could say, no, that's not true, and now we're both right. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, like we had talked about a, a little bit, like when we were talking about what's the Joker's real name, and like we had a brief argument. Alex wasn't here, and I was like, I don't even think the Joker has a name. And Alex texts me the next day, like Robin used to, and it's like, hey, it's, the closest <laughs> name we have is Jack Napier. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if Alex was here, he would straighten this whole thing out, and then like immediately the next day, like as soon as he could possibly listen to the podcast, like that. Yeah. It was like twelve minutes and fourteen seconds <laughs> after the podcast had been posted. He's like, "No, nah, it's Jack Napier." I'm like, "Oh, got it. Okay, cool." <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's true, but it's also not true because the and that that like when things when you start getting into like that kind of the, I don't know, the ec- existentialism of, like, whether it exists or Fandom. doesn't exist because it does and isn't. Yeah. Does it, like, my brain gets all bogged down with those kind of details, and I quit thinking about the comic books that we're originally talking about. Well, like, the interesting thing I, I think about when we talk about fictional facts and, and, like, fan theories, they often go hand in hand. Right. Um, like I, I think about Pulp Fiction when everybody was freaking out about what was what was in the case. Oh my God, was it was it the soul of Marcellus Wallace? Was it the diamonds from the the Reservoir Dogs heist? And they're like Quentin Tarantino, what was it? He's like 
is a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's what it was. Because that's what it was when you opened up the case. There was a light yeah. bulb. Yeah, and it, he's like, I never intended for it to be this huge, you know, the witch hunt about what was in the case. It's not supposed yeah. to matter. What matters is that there is a case. Yeah. Yeah. They got caught up on the wrong details. Which fans so often do. Yeah. Right? Especially like um, George R. R. Martin was talking about how they, they released some big, I don't know, compendium of information. The first one is like the world of ice and fire. And it's like co-written but it's it's by George R. R. Martin and then two other people whose names I, I respectfully can't remember. But those were two people that were just super fans. Back back in the, the early nineties when you could just email famous people and they would respond. <laughs> right. They they just coincidentally on without talking to each other, they both started talking to him, asking George R. R. Martin just ridiculously deep questions that George R. R. Martin hadn't even considered, right? The mm, type of yeah. is it Marcellus Wilder's soul in in the case? And he's like, I never thought about what was in the case. I did <laughs> it doesn't matter. And so they started catching like inaccuracies in his stories, right? Where he'd have one character be like, oh, this happened. And then another character's like, no, 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 this happened. And they're like, so which is it? And George R. R. Martin gets to hide behind the perspective nature of the books where both are true because it's from the perspective of each character. Ah, uh, that's, that's a nice, you know, that's a nice little play convenient. right there. Convenient. Yeah. It's convenient. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> these two super fans like help him put together all of the backstories of like the different conquests and, and the prequel type stories that would have happened mm. and different details he'd brought up about, you know, Robert Baratheon's invasion and all that stuff. And it's like the fans took that over and they've helped create the universe that doesn't exist. Well, I, I think the first like, real iteration of this that we saw was, yeah. was a Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah. I, I remember being, you know, like nine or ten and one of my one of my friends pulling out a Star Wars book that had like every ship in, in Star Wars and like all of its all the schematics and the weapons loadout oh, and like how big it was mm-hmm. and how much and I'm like, how do they know all this stuff? Like, I was like, where did they get this information? Like, why? Like, yeah. where did they get? Like, who wrote this down? And like, I'm asking right. this at nine, and, uh, and like, this is exactly what we're talking about: is the people who are yeah. who are so passionate that they're like, oh, well, if we look at the slave one, and we know that through relative size, if the planet is this big and it's this big through using this law, blah blah blah, it's like it's got to be this this size. And you're like, yeah, you you are way too smart. <laughs> <laughs> or have way too much time on your hands i mean some from column a some from column b right but it's like i've you know i've done deep dives like that that i'm certainly not ashamed of in life so it's like i did one with hotel transylvania too wait host about what transylvania or like Ho- hotel, hotel transylvania 2 as well as well Okay. I'll explain. Go. I'll deep yeah, dive on it. I got to hear okay. this. All right. So if you're familiar with the story of Hotel Transylvania, um, the the daughter marries a regular non-vampire. Correct. And they have a baby. And that yes. baby in Hotel Transylvania 2 is not quite – is not showing uh, – exhibiting signs of vampirism. 
And the head vampire, Drac, is worried that his grandson vampire is, or grandson will not become a vampire. So they go through this whole movie, and like I didn't see the ending of it. So as I'm driving home, I start like figuring out the Punnett squares of vampirism. And if vampirism is a recessive <laughs> gene, it can be carried through the mother. Then it can be put oh, here, shit. and it means that there's a one in four chance that the that the kid's actually a vampire without having a, a dominant gene that over. And I, I send all this. It's like a four text text message and the text i get back he was a late bloomer he's a vampire <laughs> that's like, funny you just get to like, finish the movie he's a vampire <laughs> basically but yeah, yeah i took spoiler alert I, I took this <laughs> yeah. this absurd like uh, let me look up punnett squares like i hadn't thought yeah. about punnett squares since oh like, my god fourth grade <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that uh, is rad and that yeah. is true like it's a fact. The son was a vampire, but yep. not. But not. So <laughs> I, I also, I had a theory about dwarves. Okay. Mm. And I'm not talking about little people. Um, I kind of I am. <laughs> so yeah. by default, aren't you? Because whether they're the fictional dwarves or the real ones, they're all little. Right. So if we're talking about the fictional dwarves, uh, you know, people who typically have small stature, who are typically smiths, builders, things like that. So, I I was thinking, and here's an unnecessary deep dive. Uh, yes. <laughs> unnecessary deep dive is the name of this episode. Yes, there we go. Like that, Jake's on the board. Um, <laughs> so, like, like I was thinking about it, and why, why would, why would someone become a smith? Like, in, I was thinking about warrior societies and things like that. Like, you need someone to build your weapons, and it mm-hmm. may as well be the people who can't fight. So the people who aren't as big, the people who maybe have you know, have genetic disorders, who have dwarfism, things like that, maybe during these... And this is all... I'm spitballing. I have no mm-hmm. factual yeah. basis. These are bad facts.info facts. <laughs> uh, so I'm, th- I'm thinking about it, and with these warrior societies, they, they are braggarts, and they're like, you know, our swords were made from the finest steel by these ancient tiny men who live in the mountains that are magical. Eatry the dwarf. Yeah, they're they're magical mm-hmm. actually, and they've imbued these weapons with the strength to chop your head off. Yeah, they're ma- and so I I thought about that. I thought, well, maybe that could be you know how this how this whole myth mythos came to be with you know dwarf dwarfish people in a society being the smiths, being the the builders, and all that, and that becoming like being elevated to a, a you know a godlike status because they make the weapons that the warriors use. Mm. I like that. I do. I'm wondering, like, which is, which, which brings up like, uh, um, the book that the Lord of the Rings book that compiles like all of the knowledge, the, um, what the Cimmerillion or something like that, I think it's called. I'm not quite a Lord of the Rings nerd. Like, I don't know the name. I think, I think it's a Cimmerillion. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember how to say Um, that, that book probably, if you read it, goes into some deep dive of how how the dwarves became smiths and all of that stuff. And you, ironically enough, could be like spitballing the totally correct right. way according to Lord of the Rings. That like, yeah, the 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 dwarves uh, couldn't fight, and so they started building stuff. And then really successful warriors who used swords just started bragging more or using them to intimidate others, and came up with these things that weren't true at all that eventually through legend became 
true. Became fictional facts. Fictional facts. And within, within fictional facts, like that's like that story logically makes sense in a fictional fantasy world. Right. Yeah. Like I just thought, I just thought it was kind of like I had it was one of those like I'm at work and no one's around me so watch my brain do what it does things. <laughs> it wandered. It, it wa- wandered very far. And I was like, "What do you think? Why are you thinking about dwarves right now?" <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you guys are having this discussion, I decided to look into that, and it's way weirder than that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's. Like they're saying, so um, dwarves are also sometimes re- referred to as dark elves, are small and uh, misshapen creatures. They originated as maggots from Ymir's corpse, who was in the who was the first of the giants in North Norse mythology. All right, well, I like, like and then daughter. it goes on, like then it kind of goes down to the the rabbit hole you said, uh, living in the mountain kind of stuff and dark underground places and. And uh, and then, you know, like, I feel like they just were like, well, uh, they probably are magical if you're going to be all, you know, in the mountains and torso and, and extra head size and small <laughs> hands and well, got to be magical. What kind of got me on this is I've been playing Mad Max. Illegal leopards. <laughs> Illegal leopards. I've been playing Mad Max for the <laughs> Xbox and there's this dude named Hunchback who's like the best mechanic in the wasteland. And I'm like, hmm. oh, of course he's the best mechanic. He's a hunchback. All, he, all he's been able to do is work <laughs> on engines, right? Yeah. And so I also simultaneously thought of him and the guy from 300 who tells uh, the Persians how to take out the Spartans. So, mm-hmm. And then him being like, oh, I can't lift the shield, but I can do this. It's like, okay, well, you could do this or that, but you're not a soldier. Yeah. And then with that movie, when you think about the fact all that whole story is just a giant exaggeration by a, a general trying to stir up his troops. That that's a whole other circle of, of mind fuckery there. Yeah. yeah, that's just too much, man. <laughs> I mean, like for one facts. one small podcast. I yeah. had to go upstairs and talk yeah. to the boss about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, so these apples are looking pretty good today, boss. Yep, pretty. Jake, how are the peaches? Great. They're, they're peachy. Just peachy. They're peachy keen. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I was also. That, I feel like the joke I sent you, another Eminem joke I sent today, was funnier than you acted, Robin. Peach and, a, and yeah. apple. I was like, well, look. I was in the middle of doing something. Yeah, well, no, it was good. <laughs> so there's a the Eminem lyric is like, "Look, it's an apple. No, it's not. It's a peach." So I sent Robin a picture, a very close picture of an apple. I said, "Look, it's an apple." Then the next one was, "No, it's not. It's a peach." <laughs> Quote yeah. Eminem. Quote dash M and M. Can't trust those candies, man. They'll lie to you. They, yeah, no, I was trying to get out of the building because the janitor was like, hey, uh, we're doing a fire drill in three minutes. I'm like, cool, I'm out of here because I got another class at another school. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. I am <laughs> unaccounted for. <laughs> I died in the fire. Nobody look for me. Uh... <laughs> I died in the fire. Nobody look for me. That's the name of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's going to be my biography right there. Autobiography. I died in the fire. Nobody looked for me. By Alex Maxwell. By Alex Polly Maxwell. Shore already took it. Oh. <laughs> I died in the fire. <laughs> Nobody looked for me. Nobody looked for me, man. I mean, I feel so like, you know, maybe MGK died in the fire and nobody looked for him. 
Oh. No, Eminem buried his body. Well, after, <laughs> after he burned him. Yeah. He yeah. he he lit he lit a skyscraper on on fire and it collapsed and MGK was on the first floor before it tumbled <laughs> like <laughs> he like, could not get out. He's like, nope, ow, wow. <laughs> and and then meanwhile, G Easy walks by and he's like, and you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> was it from a uh, from Friday or whatever? Oh. That he's like, you got knocked the fuck out. Yep, you got he's off. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, you a bitch. It <laughs> just runs off. So, <clears throat> Alex, you got some feeling about some fast food. And so oh do I. God. Oh my god, I can't take it. I can't <laughs> take the actual hype around certain fast food places and, and like it, the self fulfilling prophecy that comes with it. Like, I'm going to say it right now, and maybe I upset some people, and maybe maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we need to start this conversation here so it can extend out to the rest of the world. But Chick-fil-A isn't that fucking fancy. It's not that good. It's, it's, just, it's just an above-mediocre fast-food chicken sandwich. That's all it is, right? They got a juicy chicken breast in between some bread with some toppings. That's it. That's and the topping is with. lettuce. That's not special. And, and every <laughs> time there's a Chick-fil-A that is... Uh, a four minute drive if you hit every red light between my work and its actual location but as soon as you get to that line that line is going to take you 45 minutes to get through it in spite of the fact that they have the board that you're supposed to actually order at if there was nobody in line you'd pull up to the board that every fast food drive through has you tell them you want your number seven you pull up to the window you give them your money. They give you your food. You drive away. That's how it's supposed to work. But Chick-fil-A is so popular and so backed up that they have two people out there with iPads ready to take your order before you even get to the board that you're originally supposed to use. And what it, like my biggest problem with this is I've only eaten a Chick-fil-A once. What if you go up there like, hey, what are you going to have? You're like, how am I supposed to know? Yeah. Well, no. They'll flip the iPad around and be like, "No, and they don't show you the menu. Don't kids here's menu this, me." Yeah, here's the small <laughs> version of that much larger menu that's a hundred feet away that you won't get to for twenty five uh, minutes. Can you pick from these? Menu Do you want the macaroni? <laughs> no, no, I want a chicken sandwich. I can't find it on your iPad. Uh, can don't kids menu me be the uh, the title of the episode instead? Yeah. That might be a better don't one. Don't kids menu me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's the title of Jake's memoir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, those, for those of you listening, Jake shrugged and pointed at the camera right at me. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> and so, me not hating it is the first step in me liking it. That's true. Uh, that's what I'm like. Like Krispy Kreme is almost the same way. Like Krispy Kreme's really bad whenever they open up a new location. For the next three days, you can't actually get donuts from the Krispy Kreme because everyone's there getting fucking donuts from right. the Krispy. Like, they're but, just. But you know what's rad about that is when they are backed up, like they hand you donuts, so you can go in there and eat like five free donuts. That's and, cool. And then leave. And then leave. You're like, <laughs> and then you're like leave. if I wait in line long enough, I'll get my dozen. <laughs> Pretty much. Get my dozen. Like no, they, I remember they walked over, they just scoop them off and like hand them to you. Like here you go. You're like cool. <laughs> I saw I saw a thing on Reddit that was like it was like uh how unhealthy how unhealthy a food is compared to how many donuts it would take to eat, like eat the equivalent of right so it was like a 20 ounce 
thing of Coca-Cola. Oh, I just saw that like, today. Yeah, it's like <laughs> six donuts. Yeah. And some the first comment underneath it was, I think what I took away from this is that donuts are actually a lot healthier than I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it means that I can just have, if I only have two donuts, I'm doing good. I haven't even had, yeah, I haven't even had a can of can of Coke yet. This is, yeah. this is awesome. And it's got, it's got donuts. grains in it. And that's a, that has nutritional value. So double jeopardy. Ooh, go. Let's go. <laughs> but like the hype and, oh. and you know, we, you were talking. We were talking a little bit earlier about Dutch Bros does the same thing oh, with the iPad. I hate that. Yeah. So you have to you wait in line to have some random. You know, it's always a random person, I guess. But you have somebody come up to your car and go, like, <laughs> "Hey, how's your day going?" And you got to tell them that you're having a perfectly mediocre day because it's seven in the morning and you're at Dutch Bros. <laughs> and then they go, "What do you want?" And then you order your seven drinks because you're picking up for you and your coworkers because it's seven in the morning and you're on your way to work. And and they get it all typed up. Everything works out great, right? It's, they don't screw up your orders. Totally fine. So then you wait twenty minutes between all the other cars that are doing the exact same thing, and you get up to the window, and that person's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you tell them it's perfectly mediocre because <laughs> it's seven a.m. and you're ordering. Yeah. So you got to tell them that. Same, and then then they hit you with the the order verification, right? But they don't read you your order. They say what, they bring up one yeah. thing, right? One quick thing. Hey, did you uh what, you, you order that you order that mocha? And I'm like, yeah. Amongst several other items, do you know the rest of them, <laughs> or am I going to order again? <laughs> what if the guy on the other side of the Dutch Bros also ordered a mocha? Do I get his only large mocha, and he's going to leave with my muffin top? Like, let's figure this out together here. He got a green straw, though. That's how you know. Oh, oh. well, if he got the green straw, and I got the pink straw, then I'm—they like me more than him. Right? Exactly. They think you're what cute. Up? Yeah. What up? Except for. Which is the which is the thing that every Dutch Bros worker would be like? That's not that's not a thing until it's totally a thing. Yeah, if, I was just gonna say the superstition thing we talked about last week. If I get a pink straw, I'm pretty pretty positive we're gonna win that game. Like if if I'm on the way to a duck game, and that, I, Jake Jake can verify. I can I can verify. Like I don't think yeah. we've lost when Robin gets a pink straw. Exactly. So, so we don't we don't always lose when you don't get a pink straw, but we have right. always won when you did get a pink yes. straw. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. I used to do and drugs. I, I still do, either. but I used to. Yeah, you can't ask for it. <laughs> I used to do. But <laughs> on game days, he will refuse an orange straw. Yeah. No, I will not. I'll be like, take that out. Take that back. God I'm not forbid taking they, that. God forbid they 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 slip a purple straw in there. Well, they don't have Just purple. Slap. They don't have purple. They're smarter than that. <laughs> Slap that right out of their hands. You know what? I don't even want the drink. Make me a new one. <laughs> just... I'd be like, keep my money, and I just punch it. I do a burnout and leave. If it comes with an orange straw, I send it back. I send it back. I send it back. <laughs> That's the best office reference you could have made. I love it. Oh, God. I'm just saying, hype needs to stop. We're talking about fast food. It's just fucking fast food. It's one thing if you're waiting in a line because Gordon Ramsay's going to cook the meal for you. Right. But this is a, a high school kid working a deep fryer. Like, settle down, people. You know what bothers you know? me about Dutch Bros? And yes. we'll get you We'll get to you there, Rob. I heard you. Uh, when you order a Rebel and you order a large Rebel, it's mm-hmm. the same amount of Rebel. They just add ice. More shit, yeah. yeah. It's ice and flavoring. Like, yeah. like when you go... When you go to the store, you go to Fred Meyer, and you're in the energy drink section. You think, man, I need a little pick-me-up today. I'm going to get a Red Bull, 
but you need a little extra. You get the 12 ounce can, not the 8.4 ounce can. Exactly. Right. But when you go to Dutch Bros and you need a little extra kick, you order the large, but you're still getting the 8.4 ounce can. They're like, here's some syrup. Did you want <laughs> raspberry? And then they use sugar free, and it's like the whole thing is ruined. Whole thing ruined. ruined. You ruined it. <laughs> um, you know who makes a good chicken sandwich though? Not Chick Fil A. But uh, Shaq's Big Chicken Shack. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That place was so fucking good. Las that, Vegas. When I went to Vegas. Real, that's a real place. Yeah. yeah, Shaq has a chicken store, like a chicken restaurant. It's like kind of like a fast food place. Somewhere between fast food and like restaurant. I'd say more on the fast food side, but not like super fast. It's like Johnny um, Rockets. Yeah, like, oh, my God. It was so good. I, when I went to really? the Pac-12 tournament, that was one of my places that I had on my list of things to go to or places to go to, and, dude, it was so good. Like, I cannot wait to go back. Big, big shack. It was, Robin, it was amazing. the only oh. man in America that's excited I'm wearing my big chicken. chicken. I'm, actually, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. Oh, nice. I bought a shirt there. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> this like, podcast brought to you so by good. Big Chicken. Yeah, by Big Chicken. Is it like like Robin sitting around like, guys, we got to plan a Vegas trip, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna hit hit the casino, maybe a strip club. He's like, nah, chicken. Nah, big well, chicken. it was like when we left Denver, <laughs> and I was like, we're not leaving Denver until I get some Waffle House. Yeah, but Waffle House, come on, if that's you're a whole, going that's a whole to other Denver, ball game. Do you have to order an omelet somewhere along the line? Because it. it it doesn't matter what you get on it. At that point, is it not a Denver omelet? I mean, that's true. But I mean, I, I've been to Denver a couple <laughs> times, and I didn't feel the necessity to have any Rocky Mountain oysters. Ha! I guess we didn't. Did we should have? No, we should not have, and we did not. <laughs> you you are aware of what those are, right? Yeah, I mean, but I'm. I'm gonna, you gotta try. You gotta try it once. I, I mean, had them at the. Uh, remember when we went to the donkey show um, throbbit party there yeah. in Eugene or Springfield? Yeah, they had them there. How and can I, I forget? Them. How can I forget? What what what? If please don't describe them as tasting like chicken, but how did they taste? <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, like beef strips. <laughs> no, like um, you ever had chicken gizzards? Similar to that? Not really. No, I'm not a gizzards guy. I'm not a uh, an awful gizzards meat are the guy. Shit. What, what I is love it? gizzards. What's the gizzard? What part? The grinding of stomach. Meat? So it's their stomach. Yeah, yeah. grind. They like they have rock. You know how you chickens? They'll always yeah, you see them the like rock. biting. Yeah. Ro- yeah, the rocks go in there and grind up their food with them in that stomach thing. And so, so you have to like eat the gizzard, and then you're you're. Eating around rocks? No, they get the rocks out of them. They clean them. Okay, now I now like... I will try gizzards. I thought there were rocks in them. No, there's no rocks. See, I, no. I didn't know. I so don't know. Giz- that so sounds giz- dangerous. So That's like, what I thought. So when, you order, <laughs> so when you're ordering the gizzards, you're getting like uh-huh. the maraschino cherry version of the gizzard. They've It's been de-rocked. Yeah, it's been, yeah, yeah. It's been cleaned up, you know, like, and then they're dipped in flour and, and egg and, and then deep fried. and They're delicious. I don't know. Every time I've seen gizzards, they just look like they're. Just you never had of... them when I made them when we when I lived in Horvalis. No, the only time I've ever been around chicken gizzards and you is the time we got huh. really drunk um, at Scrub Fest and played beer pong uh-huh. with that table and went got them at Chevron. Yeah, and then I didn't. Ha- You're like, here, have some gizzards. I'm like, I'm not eating that because I thought there were rocks <laughs> in it. Oh, huh. wait, you you bought gas station gizzards? Yeah, oh, dude, be- they're fucked. 
Wish. Yeah, dude. Like this gas station, the Myrtle Creek, the Myrtle Creek Tri Station. Chevron? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it, unstoppable. Dude, they have some of the I mean, biscuits and gravy that B and G. It will, it not, will kill you. I'm not it's hating so on, on gas station food, but in my brain, not knowing what gizzards were going into this conversation, that seems yeah. like Seven Eleven sushi to me. Like you just don't, <laughs> you just don't um, go. Apparently, no, I'll, I'll try to get a picture of their their like hot the, case. the hot cases because now they've expanded. They have double what? hot cases, like. And as, as you can't see what I'm doing with my arms if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. but my arms are out about six feet. So six feet of hot case, double decker, and then they have two of them now. That's 24 like, feet of hot case. That's a lot of hot case. That's and, a lot of hot and case. And they have a breakfast. They have a, they have a breakfast menu and a lunch menu. Like, it, it's good stuff. Apparently, nearby me, there's a, a place called Crispy Chicken, which is this gas station fried chicken. And apparently, it's like rated top five fried chicken in Seattle. They have that um, down here, too. At, yeah. at the Baitu. Baitu. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sell that stuff. And it's delicious. It's like uh, Popeye's, but meatier. Oh, like, I got to have. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Dude, I've the... never heard Jake audibly sold on something until <laughs> right now. Oh, that's oh. the sound I make when I'm excited for things. Oh. Well, it's like oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. there's. I mean, the best chicken I've had in Seattle is Sisters and Brothers. Shout out Sisters and Brothers. Absolutely, mm. like, they're they're Nashville hot chicken. It's it's burn your bee hole hot, and Ooh. like I like I have to drink while I'm eating it. Otherwise, I can't. Like I, 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 <laughs> it's I too much. It's too much, but it is some of yeah. the absolute best chicken, and like the, it's so good. Sisters and brothers, if you're listening, I love you. Well, they, well uh, I'm gonna have to come up and check that out. Then. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to come. You both gonna have to come up and check out a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, hey, in Seattle, there's a lot of shit up there to check out. Yeah. Just burn this place to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> burn his, I'll burn this mother down. You so, better uh, not. Hey, I, you better not. <laughs> Remember last week I mentioned uh, I have a game for you guys. Are yes. you ready? Yeah. Yes. All right. It's time to play Canadian or not. Oh. With your host, Miller coming in hot. First to the stage, we have Alex. What's up? Thank right, you. Alex. Happy, happy to be here. Really excited. Uh, Alex, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, uh, a podcast co-host and uh, and a guy who's who's really proud of being American. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a proud American. U.S. and A. All right, all and over it. here to his right, we have Jake. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Jake, uh, here it says on uh, my sheet that you work with fruit. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here we go. We're going to go with the celebrity edition of Canadian or Not. Our first question, Keanu Reeves, Canadian or not? Uh, Jake. Not. Keanu Reeves, not, is wrong. Oh! Uh, Keanu Reeves is a Canadian. Canadian (laughs) as hell. Uh, All right, the Second question. Well, I guess I jumped it. I like how. Yeah, how would you like it? I was. Yeah. Well. Hey. Please wait until the question you know? is finished. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a name. All right. Um, number two, Kiefer Sutherland. Ding. 
Ding, Alex. Not. Ding. Oh. Is. Uh, well, I mean, if, <laughs> if, if it's either one or the other. Well, I mean, I feel <laughs> like if I way. ding before you answer, and I, I definitely know he's wrong. <laughs> right. Um, yep, he is Canadian. I didn't know that. All right. Drake. Moving on. Number three. Uh, Alan Thicke. Canadian Super or not? Canadian. Super Canadian. False. He was born in Burbank, California. He's super Canadian. Right? Like, I, I was what? like, okay, I'm going to find some good ones. And, and then Alan Thicke <laughs> popped up. I was like, where is he from? Burbank. No shit. Okay. Uh, moving on. Harrison Ford. Canadian or not? Not Canadian. No, that's a diehard American right there. That's a diehard die American. American. That is correct. Oh, yeah. Died in the wall. Harrison Ford from Chicago. Yeah. All right. He's sticking with American the Star boy. Wars uh, theme. Mark Hamill. Canadian or not? Canadian. Canadian. Going Canadian. Oh, Oakland, no. California. Oakland? No. Get out of here. Get, no. You know what? Not a proud American. Get him out. He's going to Canada anyway. <laughs> he, looks, he, looks like, he looks like Dave Foley's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I am Matt Foley I am thrice divorced and I live in a van down by the river alright so here's what we gotta do we gotta get back in gear <laughs> okay switching categories still with famous people um, but wrestlers Rowdy Roddy Piper Canadian Dang. or not Jake not Canadian False. He's from Portland. Rowdy Roddy Piper was born in Vancouver, oh, British fuck, Columbia. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong about wrestling, Jake. Take I'm a, that. I'm going to kick you in the face, and you'll be wrong about a lot of things. Okay. Are you going to wrestle kick uh, me in the face, meaning you won't kick me in the face? Because it's fake. Let's Wrestling's yes. fake. Let's say yes. We'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. American Canadian himself. or not? American Totally himself. Canadian. Super American. Alex is correct. Totally Canadian. Okay. That's why they call him the Brahma Bull. Well, uh, sticking in that same family, Rocky Johnson, Canadian or not? This feels like a trick. He, he's also not American, is, my, is, is I think the twist. Well, he's not Canadian see, or American. American. I said Canadian or not. Canadian right, or not, so not Canadian say, or American. So not, not Canadian. Not the Rock's dad, Rocky Johnson, was born in Quebec, Canada. Oh no shit! Yeah, who would have known? Who would have known? Something else. I was gonna be like Fiji. We are bad at this game. And, <laughs> and my last, my last uh, question uh, is: Minnesota, Canadian or not? Like the state oh. of Minnesota? Yes. <laughs> Minnesota. I can. I can. My Minnesota. My parents are from Wisconsin. I can vouch for that 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 Minnesota, Minnesota is Canadian as hell, despite its location within the within the United States borders. That's somehow that is correct. That's Canada as hell. (laughs) I will say, like, I really want to go to the Twin Cities someday because I heard that Minneapolis and St. Paul is just like a really cool place to go. All right, you're being played off, Jake. Thank you for playing Canadian (laughs) or not. I'm your host, Butternuts Robin. Butternuts. I am out. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Alan or not. <laughs> Alan, Alan Thick is... So Alan Thick, born in Burbank, yeah. I thought that guy was Canadian as hell. Right? Like, I've never been uh-huh. more sure of something I was eventually wrong <laughs> in my life than when you were like, Alan Thick. I was like, oh. No, like, Canada wishes they were more like Alan Thick. He's so... <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> like That is correct. 
Damn. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was my game. Uh, I, I like I it. Fun with it. Yeah. Cool. Bring, you're gonna have to bring it back at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some we'll bring definite time yeah. frame. No, I mean I, I have plenty of categories or subcategories. Um, you know, we have athletes, which is easier because most good athletes don't come from Canada. But, well, uh, well hey, I mean, unless you play basketball for Oregon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a couple of those. There's a couple of those. Uh, but yeah, like we all know, like Steve Nash, Canadian, well, South African, South African, well, South African. Where's he? Is that where he was born? I believe or so. Is that like his? Because I, I was, I actually did look up Steve Nash. I'll, I'll go ahead and just read more into that. But uh, yeah, so um, last weekend watched a couple movies. John Wick three, super oh. badass. Been able and, to see it. Uh, yeah, what? I haven't been able to. I've been. Uh, well, so I'll say I'll say a couple things. Um, badass, start to finish, longer than I expected. Like it seemed like it was still going, and I was like, "How is this? What? This is rad!" And uh, Halle Berry is a fucking badass in that movie. Like, she's got two dogs that are basically like weapons. And uh, she's just a stud. Like I was like, man, if I didn't want to marry her already, psh. I, I do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the other one was Booksmart, which I don't know if if you guys have even seen anything about it or heard about it at all. I've heard that it's being marketed as super bad with girls. Right, and I and I saw that, and I was like, okay, I kind of want to look into it. And uh, I watched their their Red Band trailer, and I was like, well, that's similar but very different and and really is it's it's similar and very different i felt like good can't hardly wait vibes um super bad and there was one other movie that i felt like it was similar uh project x like um you know girls that they all they've done is studied and been good kids and worked hard in school trying to get into the colleges that they want to go to and then they find out like the second to last day or the yeah, the second to last day of school or the last day of school before graduation that all the kids that partied and fucked off, they also still got into those same schools. And <laughs> so they're like, What? We could have went and partied and got into the schools and That's... so they feel like they'd missed out on stuff, so they're like, Well, let's go try to go to a party tonight and then they end up going to several parties and hijinks ensue. So that <laughs> that sounds like an amazing premise for a movie. My, yeah. my knowing, the only thing I know about this movie is what you just told me. Uh-huh. And my first reservation comes from the fact that Bridesmaids was marketed as Hangover, but with girls. And it was not, and not as that good. movie no. was bad. I did not like that movie either. Well, right. So like I saved you the trouble and yes. did watch it. I liked it. You should okay. see it. Okay. So that's where, that's my, that's my review. Um, that's, like it's, I like it. Okay. It's got some insight into the way, like, if you've ever been able to hear two girls that are close friends with, like, they'll pump each other up and they're like, oh, my God, you're so fucking cute. I know, you're cute. Like, they, like that sort of stuff. But at the same time, like, the deep, gross stuff that girls will say about it. Like, the one girl's like, one time I uh, masturbated with an electric toothbrush. I got the worst UTI ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like... Like that's in the trailer, and that's it's funny. Just, it's stuff like that. Like it's it's pretty fucking funny. Like I'll I laughed check out, it out several times. Yeah, I'll give it a look. See, and uh, um, 
what's her name? Uh, fuck. Ha, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy Dave, Lord. Dave Fisher. <laughs> Billy Lord. She's in it, and her character is hilarious. She's like on. Well, she says vitamins, but I'm pretty sure she's coked out of her mind. Like it's, it's a pretty funny character. That was Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna check that movie out. Yeah, and no, these it people, really is, it really is good. Yeah. yeah, they they checked out this show, and they could have been anywhere else in the world. We appreciate that. Uh, make sure you're checking us out on all of our social media outlets. Red Arrow Productions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instant Instagrams is how I'm supposed to say it. But for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. Hey, Grayson.